service. What is up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 55. Thanks for being here. Shout out to my guest from last week, Jet Black. Jet, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a good time. If you have not yet, check out last week's episode. Took a trip down to Australia to interview Jet. It was a good time. You can find him on Twitter at JetBlackAU. I have a link to his Twitter, his website, and the Libsyn page from last week, so make sure you hit that Libsyn page. Give him a follow. If you're on social media, oh boy, we are as well. We are on Twitter, Instagram, at Full Service Pod. My personal Instagram and Twitter, at Tank Funkadella. Give me a follow as well. Ratings and reviews really do help for visibility for the podcast, so if you could hit us with a five-star rating, write us a review. I'll love you forever. It'll be beautiful. I read about the podcast. Even if you don't like it, I'll, I'll read a bad review. I will read a bad review. I'll feel bad inside, but I will read it. Uh, <laughs> but no, thanks uh, Thanks for being here. We uh, Big news. We uh, just hit 20,000 downloads uh, like a couple days ago, so... Thanks for checking out the podcast. If this is your first time, if you've been fucking with the podcast for a while, I appreciate you being here. We hit like a 10K in, I guess, June. So like literally three months later, uh, another 10K. So fucking thanks for being here. This is dope. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We're literally everywhere. You'll be alerted as soon as a new episode drops. Usually I'll drop a Monday at midnight, but uh, ooh, sometimes I feel a little good. Maybe I'll drop it at like 7 p.m. Ooh, so if you're uh, subscribed, you'll get that alert. You can check out the episode early. Make sure you do that. Today, episode 55, I am excited. My guest is Atlanta-based escort London Moore. We sat down a couple days ago. We talked about her starting escorting in L.A., nursing. She was a nurse for a couple years. Our love, shared love of strip clubs. We talk about pimps doing live shows for people in prison. She gives advice for clients and why you should avoid alcohols at hotels in Gwinnett County. So fucking this episode's packed. So good. You can find London on Instagram at 6HannahM6. Her OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Hannah.DTF.Always. I have a link to her Instagram, her OnlyFans, and the Libsyn page from this week. So make sure you hit that Libsyn page. Give her a follow. I'm going to stop talking. I hope you enjoy this interview with London Moore. I will see you on the other side. Peace. Welcome back, listeners. It's Tank Smith. I'm excited for today's episode. My guest and Atlanta-based escort, London Moore. London, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Fuck yeah. Obviously, this is great. This is, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this. Me too. Listeners, we are, uh, we're based, we're, we're in Atlanta right now. Uh, London, where, uh, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Wisconsin, but I've lived all over. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. Have you uh, seen Making a Murder? I actually haven't, but what's really funny about that is he's from Manitowoc County. I was born in Manitowoc County, Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, in a little town called Two Rivers, the middle of nowhere. That's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's all I, like, when I think of, like, Wisconsin, all I'm thinking is, like, cheese, making a murderer, and the Packers. Yes, yes, exactly. Are you, are you a Packers fan? Oh, a diehard. Right. I came out of the womb green and gold. Oh, shit. I don't know any other way. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre? Brett Favre was the GOAT at one point. So, of course, you have to show love to Brett Favre. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers is amazing, too. And he's also not 
a cheating jerk, so. Yeah. And he's like, I feel like Brett Favre, his decline's going to be, like, his mental decline, it's, 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 he's, he's going to have yeah. CTE soon. Yeah, and it's, it's not a- that he cheated, really, because whatever, that's neither here nor there. It's that his wife had cancer, and you're famous, and everybody found out about it. Damn, it's like John fail. Edwards. Yes, fail. <laughs> you could have done dog. better. Come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, uh, how long have you been in Atlanta? I have been in Atlanta for three years, maybe a little less. Oh, okay, sweet. How do, you, how do you like it? It's okay. It's okay? Yeah. I don't think I've gotten to experience um, the extent of everything it has to offer. Oh, okay, cool. I feel you. But there are parts of it that I found that I like. Fuck yeah. What uh, what's something you like to do? What uh, what are you passionate about? I mean, I like hanging out with my friends. I like to read. I'm really into like esoteric things, like meditation, crystals, astrology. Have you ever tarot card reading? I actually have tarot cards. I oh my that. god! Yes. <laughs> I, I used to have a whole Instagram just for my tarot cards. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. See, I got a tarot card reading at a Renaissance festival once, and they told me that my girlfriend was going to break up with me. And then she broke up with me. So it, it's real. I mean, it definitely <laughs> is. I've done it before with people. And some of the stuff that comes up, it's like creepily accurate. It's, I don't know. But it's, it's not, it doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. It just means that it's a possibility. Because your life can diverge in so many paths. Yeah. Based on the moves you make. So it's just giving you. Do you feel like knowing the knowledge beforehand affects your decision to go down a path, you know? For some people, I think it does. For me personally, no. Okay. I learned the lesson like three or four times before I actually start to... Fuck yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, so... <laughs> Hell yeah. Somebody just gave me this like evil eye bracelet. You know the evil eye or something? I Yes, I actually have um, a tattoo right here. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's Hamsa. Okay. So it's supposed to protect you. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so far, it's, I mean, I guess it's, it's I guess it's working. I feel good right now. Yeah, I feel great. <laughs> Hell yeah. I know you, uh, we talked before this a little bit. You said you were a nurse before. I was a nurse. I got my bachelor's degree and I was a registered nurse for about two and a half years. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you uh, see yourself ever going back? No. Mm-hmm. no. It's a high stress job. I loved it because I love helping people. Um, I enjoy making people happy or bettering their day, but it's very high stress. Oh, yeah. And especially now. I mean, yes. now is just like a whole nother fucking level. Yes. There's levels to this shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like just having like just like super long shifts. Like, I feel like that has to be just like tough. Yes. I used to work night shifts. So I worked um, seven p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh, man. So that was really rough. And then I worked overtime, too, a lot. Oh, shit. Yes. So it's draining. I bet. I bet. Shout out to the nurses out there listening to the podcast. What up? Hey. Yes. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Can, uh, can you remember the first time you heard of sex work? Yeah. I think I was probably younger. And I was kind of told, like, Playboy and stuff like that was sex work, which it is and it's not. Okay. In that sense, like, the magazines are kind of, like, sexualized. Yeah. And movies and stuff like that. Like, oh, pretty yeah. women and stuff. But I didn't really know much about it. Okay, okay. How did, uh, how'd you get in? How, how'd you start? I just met a couple of people. I heard about, like, seeking arrangements and things like that. Okay. And it just slowly escalated to, I was in a bad spot in my life. And I needed the money. And I thought, why not? Yeah. I'm a cute girl. I like to have sex. 
Like this could go good. Yeah. So for sure. How were you? Were you hesitant at all getting in? Yes, extremely. I've always had a stigma about it because I come from a very like square family. Oh, okay. Super Catholic. So of course I was a little hesitant, but you have to do what you have to do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. When you started. Do you feel like going into it, you kind of had an idea of what escorting would be like? And did, when you got into that, did that differ at all from what you thought it was before you started? I didn't really know what to expect going in. I think I had an idea, but it I can't even remember what that idea was, but it is definitely not... What you pictured? Reality, yes. Okay. It's totally different. Like anything you think it is, it's totally different. It's totally different? Yes. Oh, damn. Do you, did anybody kind of like help you along the way starting out? Well, I actually, my first experience, uh, my first experience with this was with a pimp. Okay. Um, I was in LA and I was in a bad spot and I met this guy in Plenty of Fish and I thought he was cute and he said, come out here and bop, 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 you know? Yeah. And um, he definitely showed me the ropes of like real pimping and real hoeing as they call it, you know? And that was interesting. What was how was your what was your experience like with the pimp? Intense. It was really intense. He wasn't necessarily mean, but he was a little bit scary. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And there's rules like that you're supposed to follow when it comes to that part of the game, especially like walking the track, things like that. They just have certain etiquette and rules. Okay. Like is it like are they like what are they what do they provide? What's like the pitch, I guess? protection especially in certain areas if you don't as they say choose up air quotes you are really not safe because girls will beat you up oh, guys shit. will just take you yes it's real out there Jesus Christ. like i'm fulton and industrial i don't know if anybody knows about that yeah um i promise you every single one of those girls has a pimp damn and i promise you he's watching what's going on and he knows but if any other person tries to mess with them, he's going to be there. He's going to be there and like... Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like it's like it was like beneficial having a pimp at that time? Mm. Looking, yeah. if I guess if you were... If I were to... I guess a better question is like, if you're looking at it and you're like, having a pimp, not having a pimp, what's better, do you think? I think that you really should have something in the middle. A full-blown pimp who is on that pimping lifestyle... And they have gorilla pimps who beat on women? No. Never in a million years. Give all your money to that man? No. But being by yourself, especially in big cities like L.A., Houston, um, Atlanta a little bit, it's hard, you know what I mean? Unless you have the ways and means to start out, Okay. you're kind of in a bad spot. So I think somewhere in the middle, like if you really meet somebody and they just kind of help you out and you help them out and there's like a percentage. Okay. I think that's your best bet until you can get on your feet and do it yourself. Okay. Was there like a learning curve when you started to where like I asked everybody like, because like when I started doing stand up so bad, so bad at stand up. Do you feel like there was like a learning curve or like a waiver period like at the beginning where you like weren't good at it? Um, not that I wasn't really good at it. I was just shy and nervous. Okay. And cautious. Because what I found is that people, clients, they want to see you. They like excitement and they want to see that you're loving it. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. And so if you go in there and you look scared and you're nervous and you're just trying to like move it along. Yeah. That turns them off. They pick up on that energy. Yeah, the energy. Yeah. 
you have obviously have to think about your safety, but at the same time, like you need to be make sure that they're having a good time. You can get them in and out and still do it in a way that they don't even realize you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So, hundred percent. What do you feel like? What do you feel like your like biggest challenge was starting out? My biggest challenge starting out was just the stigma I had about it. Okay. From like my childhood or like from my teen years. And then going from being a nurse to then doing that, yeah. it kind of messed with my head. But you learn a lot, a lot about yourself. I love me. Yeah. And I have a lot of respect for what I do and for women that do this. Fuck yeah. What do you think the most important thing you learned starting out was? Be cautious and make people jump through hoops. If, yeah. If they want to see you, they will do what you ask. That doesn't mean you ask for a cash app up front or some scamming type thing. But... You ask for like what they look like, a picture of them, things like that, maybe a business card. Not because we want to take your information and use it against you and blackmail you, but because we want to be safe. Yeah, safety is number one. Safety, this is my rule. Number one, my safety comes first. Number two, you having a good time comes second. Yeah. Three, if I have a good time too, that's awesome. But that's the last on the list of what, what yeah. it is. Your safety, yeah. Safety is first and foremost for anything that involves you. Yeah. Do you feel like people are like, do you feel like clients that want to see you are like willing to give up like personal information? Um, if they really do want to see me and they're serious about it, then yes. Maybe not their full government name and where they live, but they'll send a picture or we'll video chat. Yeah. And then I think once they get to know me, they get more comfortable because they see that, you know, I'm genuine and I'm not trying to yeah I'm, I'm strictly business but i'm also like an easy person to talk to so okay like we have fun yeah this is fun right now this is great this is fun <laughs> so you show your face on your ads right yes were you like nervous at all about showing your face a lot of people don't a lot of people do were you nervous at all not really no i think i'm pretty and i think my face would definitely help yeah. get people to see me everybody likes a good face yeah nobody does it like a good face no one when it's just a body, you know, sometimes people are like, well, yeah, they have a nice body, but what if they're like hideous, you know? Yeah. And they want to know what you look like, too. They want to know where they're walking, what they're walking into. Yeah. So. I feel like a face really sells it. It really does, I think. I mean, obviously a good body, but if you have a pretty face, that will definitely sell it. Goddamn right. <laughs> Do people uh, close to you know? Um, a few. I have friends that know. And then um, my family knows. My family is not... They do not approve at all. Yeah. But, you know, that's, they still love me, so. And then my friends, they know what I do and they respect the hustle. How to respect the hustle. You have to. Yeah. Do you have people that you can, like, talk to about work, like you can vent to? I can, but I don't think they really ever understand fully. Yeah. Because they don't do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's hard to, like, there's certain things, like, that if you don't do it, you just can't, like, grasp mm -hmm. Yeah. everything you know like they they care about me and they're my friends and they'll listen but they are never fully gonna understand yeah. what it's like for so. sure who would you say your average clientele is it's really crazy because a lot of people won't see african-american men which i think is crazy we're in atlanta i think it's crazy um, too hey. come on now i you need to be cautious with whoever you see um but my average clientele i, I see a wide spectrum but what i found is that i see mainly 20 to about 35 black men. Okay. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. I mean, I'm. That's my demo. <laughs> not trying, not trying to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Um, I'm kind of like a fantasy to them. A lot of them haven't maybe had sex with a white girl. I have tattoos. Yeah. I got curves, you know, long hair. So it's like, I intrigue them. I'm looking at you. I'm like, I understand. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then also, I, and this is great. I'm not going to speak too much because I don't want to be a snitch or whatever, but um, people in prison. Okay. Yes. We got to talk. How does it, tell me about this. Okay. So um, there's an app. I'm not going to say the app and I'm not going to speak too much on it, but people in prison magically get cell phones. I don't know how they do what? that. People in prison have cell phones. Who crazy. That is crazy. Who knows? Um, or maybe they don't. I don't know. This all could be hypothetical. <laughs> um, but they, I get on there and they will pay me to, you know, play with myself. Like, have fuck a dildo, things like that. That's great. Yeah, it is great because I love to show love to the chain gang. You know what I mean? Gotta show love to the chain I gang. I have to. I have to. And I mean, I know that that just makes them so happy because... They've watched every porn there ever was. They want a little bit more interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, and it, it's safe. It usually lasts like, what, 10 minutes? That's great. And I'm richer in 10 minutes? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's great. So app, prisoners have a phone. They have the app. You have the app. You just do like a live show and get paid. Yeah. Wow. This is a. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Or they might have phones. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Allegedly. Who knows what's happening? Allegedly. No one really knows. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. It's fun too because a lot of them are really cute. Because I feel like you, like it's like you literally have like you, you're with dudes all the time. Constantly with dudes. Yeah. And then like it's like get to see you. I feel like it's fucking you're making their day. Yeah. They love me. Like I remember one guy told me. I'm not going to say the name of the app just because. But he said, you're the Cardi B of this app. Like, oh, I, they love they love the kid, and I love them, you know what I mean? They're, and a lot of them are real young, you know what I mean? Locked up for, like, what, like, 9, 10, 12 years, you Fuck. know, maybe coming home soon. And they're cute. Yeah. So it's not too bad yeah. looking at a cute guy. Damn. So. Fuck yeah. That's dope. Just making people feel good. Yes, you should see a smile on their faces. It's like this. <laughs> I wish I could show these people, but it's so funny. Just God, cheesing. That's fucking dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like attraction plays a role when seeing a client for you? No, not at all. It's nice when I'm attracted to a client. It's cool. It's like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. But it really doesn't matter. I more go off of vibes because I'm a very intuitive person. So if I feel like a negative energy, you could be the best looking person, but I'm automatically like, mm. yeah, guards up. But yeah, vibes and just if they respect, respect is a huge thing. I will respect you, but I expect you to respect me. Yeah, for I mean that goes without saying. You got to respect you. Like what the you, you gotta would, respect you. You would think, but there are some people that they just try things, and it's like, and I'm actually really nice about it. Like I remember this one guy tried to choke me. I said, eh, no. Tried again. I said, eh, no. And I said it if you do that one more time. Not trying to be a, a bitch, but I'm going to kick you out. Yeah. Um, he did it one more time and I kicked him out. Bro, a third I said, time? I walked, I got right up butt naked, opened the door and I said, get out. And he's looking there. I said, okay, you can get out now. 
Jesus Christ, bro. Chill with the choking, dude. Yes, like, I don't know you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I love being choked, but that's with somebody I trust and know is not yeah. going to hurt me. It's a trust thing. It, I don't fucking know you, dog. Exactly. It's totally a trust thing. God damn. Do you feel in a session ever, like, pressure to live up to clients' expectations? Always. Always. That's how I'm in life in general. I want everybody to like me. Yeah. Um. So, I really want them to have a good time. I want them to think I look good and I just want it to be a good experience all around. Yeah. Have you ever developed feelings for anyone while doing this? Not in the sense of like a relationship, but I've actually made some good friends doing this. They started out as a client and next thing you know, like we're hanging out outside of this. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like I've met friends doing this for sure. Hell yeah. In screening, right? How do you feel like about references from other providers? Um, that would be nice, but I really, I think, especially with references or reviews, anybody can say anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Yelp. You might not have even went to that restaurant, but if you don't like the people that work there, you can say something nasty. Yeah. So I take all of that with a grain of salt. For sure. Of course, I would like people to say positive things about me and I would like people to speak good on me, but it's, it's kind of a catch 22, I guess you could say. Do you feel like like reviews are beneficial, like for for like a newer provider? Do you feel like reviews can be beneficial for a provider? They could, in theory. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be better off making a video and putting that on your ad, like a quick one, like twerking or like just smiling and being like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then they're like, oh, well, I, was, okay, I see real, this person yeah. as a real person. Exactly. Fuck yeah. I mean, plus too, like when you, I feel like social media helps out so much to yeah. where they can just be like. Oh, I see this person's ad. This is how they look at their ad. This is their social media. They're posting pictures of themselves. This is a real person. This is what they look like. This is legit. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to really go off somebody's review that might or might not be legit at all. Accurate. Like, it might be a totally fake scam profile, which is big now, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, Get a life. But it might be a fake scam profile. And it could be the person who made the profile giving good reviews. You never know. Yeah. You have no fucking idea. None. Does burnout ever happen for you? Yes. What, what helps, what helps with burnout? For me, I'm a hustler. So when I do something, if it's legal or illegal or whatever, I do it to the best of my ability. Like I go all in. Yeah. So I get tired sometimes. And with this, I'll just, you know, take a month off, a year off. Yeah. I just do this for a couple months here and there. Okay. And then maybe if I'm still in the area and I have a, a, a regular, I'll still see them, but I won't go as hard. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. just get a regular job, chill out for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Let's take it easy. Yeah. You've uh, you've worked in other places, right? Besides Atlanta? Yes. What's your favorite city you think you've been working in? Florida. Florida? South Florida. Okay. I love South Florida. Um, like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, to West Palm area. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I've really only been like Panhandle, Florida. I feel like I've never mm-hmm. really been to like. I feel like the farthest south I've been in Florida is like Orlando. Oh yeah, you have and to that's go. Really not. You have to go to Miami. Yeah. Miami is fun. I hear everyone's really hot in Miami. Everyone is really hot in Miami. Everyone is really hot in California too. Really. Orange County, yes. Like if they're eight or nine here, they're like a six over there. Yeah. It's just a thing. I don't know what it is. It's the water. 
<laughs> the water and the high taxes making everybody yeah. high. <laughs> like, I mean, it costs so much to live there. Like, you have to have the money to look good, too. That is, yeah, damn it. I'll, I'll make it over there one day. You need to. It's awesome. It's a totally different vibe, and I love it. Fuck yeah. Has your business been affected by COVID at all? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense, actually, I think it's positively been affected because people are getting these unemployment checks. Oh, yeah. And people are coming to see me with their unemployment checks. Fuck yeah. I love that. Goddamn. You got more money? Come on. <laughs> okay. But um, it was scary at first, yeah. Yeah. Because you just don't know what to expect. But I just, you know, Lysol everything. Very clean person. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. And if I think I hear a cough, anything... Bye. Bro, you out, dog. And then, shh. <laughs> the thing that sucks, though, is when you, like, smoke a lot of weed, and then you have a weed cough, and you're like, this isn't COVID. This is weed. What the fuck? Okay, so, <laughs> I have this friend, David, right? And yeah. David will smoke weed. David smokes a lot of weed. Hey, and, me, me too. Hey. And David will cough, and I will be like, David, stop that. <laughs> It's you, like it's the weed. And I'm like, I don't care. Suck it in. You can't cough in here. You know what that you know what that does to me. It's not loud. Yeah. It, it, that's exactly what it is. But I have anxiety about Oh like, yeah. So I'm like, we can't be coughing, David. This needs to stop right now. Yeah. And he's like, I just smoked. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. <laughs> My throat's all tangly. What am I gonna do? I don't have any water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, coughing's dangerous now. Like it, it used to be okay, and now it's, it's you go out in public and Maybe you just have a dry throat and you cough. Yeah. Everyone looks at you. Yeah, they're like, get this fucking animal out of here. Yeah, how dare you? God, get your throat under control. <laughs> yeah, right? It's rough out here. Shout out to my weed smokers out there that are just like not coughing right now. Shout out to you, because it's hard. <laughs> it's <laughs> what, uh, what would you say like the best part of the job, worst part of the job is for you? The best part of the job is the money. Yeah. Of course. There is good money in this job. Um, the worst part of the job is that it, because it's not legal and because, um, things done in the dark have a lot of like dark aspects to them. You know what I mean? So there are a lot of like unsafe situations that can happen in this job for sure. You got to be careful. You definitely got to be careful. You got to be very careful. It's like you said, safety is number one. Safety is number one because really the highest, um, the people get murdered the most statistically are homeless people and prostitutes so be careful safety first it's, that's the fuck that's the most bullshit because it's like it's like oh these people are putting themselves yeah. in fucking dangerous situations so it's like and they know what they're getting into so there's yeah. less fucking like yeah sadness or whatever from the fucking media or just people in fucking general and it's yeah bull, it's such bullshit I mean, really we are average people we are mothers we are daughters we are sisters you know some of us have college degrees like don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. So that's all I can say. For sure. Do you feel, so do you feel like your, your job's more physical, physically tolling on you? Like emotionally tolling? What do you think? Emotionally. Because I just have a lot of personal stuff that I'm not going to get into really, but, and it just affects me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, sometimes I'm cooped up just doing this because I grind, you know, rise and grind. Yeah. And, um, that can be draining sometimes. Yeah. Physical, occasionally, but not really. Yeah. Fine like, fine. if I'm not feeling it, I'm just not going to do it for a while. I'm going to take a rest. Yeah, yeah. You got to. I feel like just, like, mental mental health is yeah, so important. Yeah, mental health is so important. 
because and if you let it get to you on that level it's going to show in your performance and it's going to show in all of it yeah so it's just like so many things you do you have to like take a break so that you come at it with like fresh so you're like can do it to the best of your ability whatever it is i call up my friends all the time and i'm like guess what my friend will call me um have you been like doing whatever all day I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'm coming to get you. Like, we're going out, we're going to the strip club, we're going to have fun. Fuck yeah. We're going to go walk around in nature. So I have really cool friends that, like, look out for me. Fuck yeah. To keep me out of that bad headspace sometimes. Yeah, you got to. Have to. Speaking of strip clubs, random question. Have you been in Atlanta since you've been here? Yes, I just... What's your favorite one? Okay. I haven't been to any of the good ones. I only go to the ratchet ones. I've only been to Follies. Oh my gosh! You I been was, to Follies? I was told I should work at no. I was told I should work at Follies. Follies, they shift fire. I was told I should work at Follies, but the girl who was like talking to me about it, I was interested in this. She goes, "Me and my daddy, we can be sister wives." And I said, "Oh no, no, no! Oh, bitch! Chill. Oh no, no, no! Because you're a stripper. Why do you need a pimp if you are a stripper?" I seen the dude in the in Follies one time. He was wearing a hat. All the chicks were talking to him. I was like, "What are you doing, bro?" Follies had a whole section. For pimps. Really? Yes. That is definitely a thing. There are pimps in the stripping game, which is so crazy to me. The thing that I don't understand is how they're really, not to say that anything like illegal is happening, but how are they able to operate so out in the open doing what they're doing? It's incredible. That's a good question. Yeah. But really, I mean, this is going to sound really mean to dancers out there, but a lot of these dancers don't really dance anymore. They just talk. I like to see girls get on the pole and do some really cool pole tricks. You know what I mean? That's what I'm interested in when I go to strip clubs. That shit's hard. It is very hard. And that's why And that's why people ask me all the time, why don't you strip? Yeah. Um, I'm lazy. A, I can't really walk in heels. Yeah. B, and C, oh. It's it a looks, lot of work. It looks tiring. It's a lot of work. I watch these girls and I'm like, what? I give them so much credit. I have oh, to. No. I, I fell in love with the strip clubs, so I, I know what you're saying. I love strippers. They're, they're great. I love strippers. Shout out, shout out to the strippers listening to the podcast. I love you guys. Y'all are the best. Get that money. I love you guys. I love what you do. Fuck yeah. Have your views on sex or sexuality changed since starting? Yes. Not necessarily sexuality. Strictly dickly. Always will be. Strictly dickly. I've never oh, heard that. Yes. Um, I've tried. One time I was paid to... A couple. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was... Vaginas scare me. They scare you? Yes. The only one I like is mine. Yeah. Like I really... I love dick. Yeah. It makes me happy. I like to suck it. I like it in me. Like I love it. And that's why I'm good at my job. Goddamn right. Um, So my sexuality has stayed the same. But um, uh, what was the other problem? How do you view sex? Has your view on sex changed? Yes. Mm -hmm. I've lost a lot of like intimacy. It's really hard for me to be intimate with somebody outside of this okay because a lot of this carries over into that i try not to let it yeah but it takes a lot of work for me to build that trust with someone to be okay with being intimate with them i feel like you have to almost like guard yourself you know you have to it's like so much it is and it's really 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 easy to like lose focus of that that you need to have those walls up yeah and even when you try not to let it carry over into your personal life it will yeah in some aspects, yeah. Has how you view yourself changed at all since starting? Yeah. I'm definitely, I have so much more uh, respect for myself 
I know I'm a strong woman. I know I can go through a lot of things. Yeah. And I really had a low self-esteem for a long time. And it, that's changed. It's really nice when people are always telling you how beautiful you are and how great your body looks like. That makes you feel good. <laughs> I know, And right? it's really helped me feel better about myself, so. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What do you know about yourself now that you didn't know before you got into sex work? Oh, I'm a boss ass bitch. For real. I used to be very timid and kind of, you know what I mean? But now, like, I know what I want. I'm going to get what I want. I'm not going to put up with bullshit. Yeah. I can't. You can't. But I can still I can still switch to that other person, you know, depending on the company I'm around. Yeah. But I can also switch to this person that's like, you know, lays down the law. You have to. Yeah. You're, you're in charge. Yes. This is my world. Yeah. And you're living in it for a little bit. For a little bit. For for a little bit, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Does how you see men, has your view on men changed at all since starting? No, not at all. There's always been weird men out there. There's always been men love sex. Women love sex. Yeah. They just don't speak on it enough. I have so much respect for men that get escorts. Not only because they're helping me, but because you're getting what you want. You know exactly what you want. You don't have to deal with the bullshit. I mean, it makes sense. It really does make a lot of sense. You're paying for pussy regardless. When you take them out, when you compliment them with your time, your money, your energy. And guess what? You might not even get laid. And it might not be how you want. And she might bitch and complain. So why not go see a girl who looks like you want her to look like. And who is going to make sure, or at least try, to make sure that you have a happy ending. It's, it's like, it's, it's amazing. It is. (laughs) And I'll have people tell me, they'll be like, well, I I don't really do this often. I'm like, I don't care if you do or if you don't have fun. This is genius. Yeah. Cause you're attracted to me, right? Yes. And I'm definitely going to have sex with you. So yeah. let's have fun. I feel like people sometimes just getting so in their own head about yeah. like, oh, what does this mean about me that I'm paying money to like no. see somebody? It's like, fuck that shit. It ain't tricking if you got it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Get what you want. If you have the money to pay for it. Like, it's, it's just like an experience that like, makes you feel like almost therapeutic on level. Exactly. Like, and I, here's what I say too. If maybe you've only tried it once and you had a beer. Uh, if you tried it once and you had a bad experience. My thing is you should try everything twice because the first time might have just been a bad time. Yeah. You know, you have to shop around a little bit. You do got to like, you got to first couple times you're like, who knows what might happen? But I feel like you got to, yeah, like you said, you got to try it. And the first time like sex for the first time with anyone can be awkward. Yeah. On both ends. I don't know you. You don't know me. So don't let that dictate how you feel about the situation. Totally. For sure. Do you feel like support in the sex work community? Not really. Um, I feel like it's very competitive and it's the girls. I've met some girls that I like and they're cool, but for the most part, it's super competitive. And if they deem you prettier than them or they think you're going to get their money, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like a doggy dog. It's a doggy dog world. Yes. Okay. You're either on the team or you're an enemy. Damn. Yeah. That's almost any job is, though, unless it... Well, some jobs, not so much, but, like, corporate jobs are like that. Yeah. So. That's true. What advice would you give somebody wanting to get into, like, escorting? Do your research. Talk to someone who does it. 
you could talk to me. I have an Instagram. Hit me up if that's what you want to do. You know, I'll be honest with you about everything. Um, free of charge for real, for real. <laughs> Sorry, but no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you exactly what it's like. Um, and make sure that you're safe and make sure you post on reputable sites. Um, and don't go to outcalls in Gwinnett County. Don't go to outcalls in Gwinnett County? At a, at a hotel, specifically in Norcross. That's a whole sting operation, I promise you. Goddamn. Fuck Gwinnett County. Fuck Gwinnett County. <laughs> what uh, what advice would you give a client one to see a provider for the first time? I would definitely say be specific with what you want. Like if you want extra stuff like anal or certain things, make sure you put that out there and don't just show up assuming you're going to get what yeah. you want. Because that's disrespectful to them. Yeah. So. And just so you have no idea. Like, I feel like you're yeah. pretty much in control in the session going in with yeah. these ideas. Like, oh, I'm about to control this shit. It's like, like yeah. you're the one that's in charge, you know? Yeah. And um, definitely treat them with respect. And if they're asking for payment up front, don't do it. Don't. If they're like, oh, cash at me this up front. Or that's probably some scamming stuff. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, recommend doing that. I mentioned it on here before. I cash up this uh, man or lady $250 uh, in March. And uh, that was it. They ghosted me hard. Yeah, and they will. <laughs> they will. And that gives that gives people like me a bad name because I'm all about business. And I want to make sure that whoever comes to see me has an amazing experience. You know yeah. what I mean? So that really has people cautious of me. And I don't like that. So yeah. that's why I want to put that out there. If they're asking for something up front, they're probably scamming. Hey, don't be scamming out here. Uh, I don't. I feel like nobody's scamming people's really listening to this podcast. No, of course not. Yeah. But people that maybe want to, you know, see somebody are, and maybe they've had that happen. So. I have paid deposits before, though. Uh, and, it, and it worked out okay. Yeah, yeah. That happens every once in a while. But I'm just, just be cautious. Really feel out the situation. Make sure the situation is real. Um, And also, if they're sending you to a hotel in Norcross, Gwinnett County, don't go. (laughs) I promise you. They did a sting. Like, I moved from Raleigh last year. And they did a sting in, I guess, yeah, this is Raleigh, Durham area. Yeah. And they were just like, you know, put up an ad, busted people all day. Yeah. They even arrested a dude he was trying to trade sex for an Xbox 360. Yes. Gwinnett County does that. Um, Gwinnett County has a whole a group of people that do that. Um, they'll usually get you in hotels in Norcross. Damn. So be careful. Be cautious. Don't do that. Fuck Gwinnett County. Police Fuck Department. Gwinnett County. Ca- that could be the name of this episode. That could. <laughs> Fuck Gwinnett County Police Department. <laughs> where uh, Where do you see yourself in like uh, five years? Um, in five years, I'd slowly like to um, step away from doing this per se. And go more towards the online aspect of it. I just made an OnlyFans, so I'm excited about that. Sweet. Chatterbait. Um, and then slowly, I would like to get maybe a part-time job and or a full-time job with some benefits. Okay. And get closer to my family. Okay. I really want to start adulting. Adulting's hard as fuck. I hate adulting. Yeah. But I'm not getting any younger, you know what I mean? So yeah. I have to set myself up to be successful. You got to. What, uh, what would you do if you could do anything? If I could do anything, yeah. Oh, um, I would be a professional student. Okay. I would get all types of degrees, master's degrees, 
a few doctorates if I could. Oh, fuck yeah. I, when I was in college, I loved it. I, oh. I loved learning new things. I thought it was so cool. I wish I was a trust fund baby who could do that all the time. That'd be great. It would. Just learning. Knowledge is power. Real talk. Are, uh, are you a fan of stand-up at all? I do like stand-up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we we were talking about Cat Williams earlier. The Pimp Chronicles, one of my favorite oh my albums of all time. Or a little Tink Tink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get out of here, do you want to leave us on any uh, funny stories or anything you got? <laughs> okay. So, um, I had this guy that came to see me. And he was like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to start with the hour, but I'll probably stay for longer. I've had some things happen, um, and I'm going through it, and I just want to get it off my mind. Okay. And I said, okay, awesome. He's going to spend money. I got this. And he seems cool. Younger dude, golds, you know, attractive. Yeah. So I was like, this would be fun. Um, we're drinking, having a good time. And next thing you know, one thing leads to another, and I start sucking his dick. Yeah. Um, but his dick really couldn't get hard, and he's like, I have to pee. Well, when he gets up... I look down at the, the comforter, and there is a shit stain. Not a big one. Watch but, that ass. <laughs> yeah, not a big one, but it was definitely a shit stain. And I'm looking at it, and I have... I wish you guys could see my face right now, because I was traumatized. Yeah. And I'm just looking at it, and looking at it, and he comes out of the bathroom. And I'm like, um... I point out, I say, what is this? And he was like, oh, uh... I don't know. And I said, you were laying there. <laughs> and he said... Oh, uh, is that a shit stain? My bad. And I was like, oh my goodness. That's a, I would be so embarrassed. He's just like, hey, that was my bad. I, I know he was embarrassed too. So I tried to like make him feel better, but I was still like disturbed. Yeah. And in my mind, I just wanted him to get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> but I knew he was going to spend money and I didn't really know what to do. So the hustler in me was like, what do we do? And so what I made him do is I said, okay, listen. You're going to pick up that comforter and you're going to walk it to the dumpster. And then when you come back, you're going to wash your motherfucking ass. And I'm going to watch you do it. <laughs> and I made good money that night, so. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's just applicable for everybody. Wash your ass. Yeah, I mean, really, um, usually when I wipe, not that I do number two, but if I were to. Of course, um, I'm never. Ladies don't do that. No. But if I were to, I feel like I would look to see that there was nothing on the paper before I put my pants on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's number... That's... Yeah. Oh, but the best part was... So I told my friend about this later. And my friend was like, so you sucked his dick so good he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I did. That's a good blowjob right there. Uh, throw baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Miss Becky. <laughs> Becky with a good throat. Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, if you, love to, if you love to do it, you're good at it. And I love to do it. So. Yeah. I feel like you like you recognize you're like this person likes what's happening. Like it's yeah, right. I I love I really do. I genuinely you're love better at something dick. when you like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Enthusiastically, that's the way to do it. Fuck yeah, <laughs> London. This has been good. I appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for Fuck having yeah. me. Fuck yeah. Do you want to plug any? Uh, I know you said you have OnlyFans. Do you want to plug any social media or anything before we get out of here? Yeah, um, I have my OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash Hannah H-A-N-N-A-H period D-T-F period always. Fuck yeah. 
get it down to fuck. <laughs> and then um, I also have an Instagram, and it is six Hannah H A N N A H M six. Fuck yeah! For so, Hannah Montana. So oh, she, are you a Miley Cyrus fan? Um, I actually am, but I I kind of live in like. More of the hood, I guess you could say. Okay. And so they don't see a lot of white girls. Yeah. And so I would say, oh, I'm Hannah. And they'd be like, oh, I like Hannah Montana. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'd be like, yeah, you get it. So, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck OnlyFans.com slash Hannah.DTF.Always. And you said Instagram 6 Hannah M6? Yep. Fuck yeah. Listeners, go give her a follow. Yes, please do. Subscribe to that OnlyFans. Subscribe to that Instagram. Fuck yes, yeah. I get freaked with it. Hell yeah. London, I appreciate you coming on. This has been great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Fuck yeah. Listeners, we will be back later. Bye. That was my interview with London Moore. Yo, shout out London. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a good time. Listeners, she just plugged it. I will plug it again. You can find her on Instagram at 6HannahM6. She is at OnlyFans.com slash Hannah.DTF.Always. I'll have a link to her Instagram, her OnlyFans, in the Libsyn page for this week. So make sure you hit that Libsyn page. Give her a follow. While you're there, we are also on Twitter. We are also on Instagram at FullServicePod. My personal Instagram and Twitter is at TankFunkadelic. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Hit us with that five-star rating. Write us a review. That would be amazing. I love you forever. I say it every week. I really will. I really appreciate reviews. They fucking really do help us out. Thanks for being here. This has been episode 55. Like I mentioned in the intro, we hit 20K downloads a few days ago. That would not be possible without y'all checking out the podcast. So I fucking really do appreciate it. We will be back next Tuesday. I'm excited. I'm I haven't done a uh, fucking solo episode in a while. Who knows if it's going to be a solo? Who knows if it's going to be an interview? I got a couple recorded, so we'll see what happens. But uh, either way, tune in. We will be here. I have a link in the Libsyn page for this week. It's for the Louisville Community Bail Fund. It goes to bail for people that have been arrested while protesting in Louisville. It also provides support, food, and allows people to get into a safe situation after being released from jail. So if you could donate to that fucking bail fund, that would be incredible. If you can't, I completely understand. But uh, hey, we will be back next Tuesday. I appreciate you being here. Later. <laughs>